So, but yeah, you know, you know, I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind a little bit of coke here and there, you know, or as you call it, perico. Mm. It's been a while. Okay, good it's for you. It's been a while. You, you know, the, the the craziest thing is, is that whenever people think of it, they think of it as like this, this villainized thing that only junkies use or bad people use and all this other stuff. Do you, do you think that most I, people feel that way? Okay, maybe not most people, okay. but but people that are like prudes and, and a little bit ignorant to who's actually using it. I don't know because I feel like more. I would. I don't know if it's more people than not. That's not a true statement, but more people than people think do that. They just don't know about it. Oh, one hundred percent, and that, and that's where I was going with it, right? And it, you know, first of all, it's not cheap. It's an expensive no. drug, mm-hmm. right? So there's that. So you have to have money in order to purchases but in my experience when i was having a good time with it most of the people that i would participate you know in using a drug with they were lawyers and doctors and Mm -hmm. engineers and people of high status you know not it's a high class right it wasn't like i was dealing with the bottom of the barrel people that i Mm -hmm. think some people think of whenever they think of oh my god this you know this this drug yada 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 yeah but yeah yeah. Um, so there is somewhere that I want to go with this topic, but okay. I just kind of want to ride this little Coke thing. Now, <laughs> now, my obviously, you know, since you and I have been together, I haven't used it. So it's been a bit over a year since the last time I, I got the chance to use some Coke. And got I guess, the chance or <laughs> that's an it interesting way I bought to... it. OK, so okay. so there was a time where I was using it maybe maybe like once a month maybe twice a month, right? And that was just to, to party or to recover, which that, mm-hmm. to me, it was the best part about the drug is that if you had a good night the night before and you had to wake up the next morning and you had to get shit done, mm-hmm. you could just get something that just, you know, a little key bump. It just was a, the pick-me-up you need. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Or, 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 let's say you're partying a little bit too hard and you need to come down a little bit. Like if you've been drinking too much mm-hmm. and you need to mellow the fuck out or you still want to continue drinking but not have to worry about Right. Climbing that that drunk ladder. Then you could just get a little key bump and it'll just smooth you out for the rest of the time. But (laughs) what made me slow down with using is um, I I wouldn't say necessarily was a bad experience, but I felt like I got duped by the dealer because he put too much cut in my shit. And so him and I, we didn't have, you know, a little bit of a disagreement for lack of better words. And uh, or should I say to to play it safe and not go into too much detail. But uh, we just had a bit of a disagreement. And then ever since then, I was kind of like, eh. And I just really wasn't interested in going down that road again because I didn't want to get, you know, scammed again. That's how I felt. But so it wasn't like I stopped because of this, you know, moral reason of, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do the right thing and not use it. Because I I, I felt like I was using it responsibly. It wasn't like if you can use a drug responsibly. I felt like I was using it responsibly. Never went around me, you know. We were all pretty much using it responsibly from what I understand, but I don't know. I just figured I'd save my money instead of, and, 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 and to save the drama from someone else, you know, gave me some shit that's been stepped on, you know, two, three, four times and charging me, you know, the same price for some good shit. Mm -hmm. But. So if it was around, would you do it? Like, would you not be opposed to it? No, I wouldn't be opposed to it. 
if, but it you know, wouldn't be something that you go out of your way nah not now so yeah like especially well especially nowadays which is tying into the you know the number one topic right now which is you know fentanyl mm-hmm. being a big big deal as far as you know being found in cocaine heroin and i even heard weed now they're lacing it with that to which get your high which to me is well I, I guess it's because we live in a state where weed is legal so i couldn't imagine why anyone would want to buy weed from a dealer but I guess if you're not fortunate enough to be in one of the handful of states that you could go into a true leaf and get something legit, mm-hmm. then, you know, if you are buying Reggie, now they're taking Reggie and they're lacing it up and making it a little bit more potent for you. That so, sounds crazy. Which to me, it, you know. Because is it cheap? I didn't even think that was something that was that cheap, though. I don't what? know. I guess I don't know a lot about it. What? Fentanyl? Yeah. Um, It's. Like, is that worth it to put on well, weed? Cert- well, I like, think it's worth it to put on anything because now it will. I don't know about weed. Maybe not so much weed unless you just want to, you know, returning customers. Right. Especially if you're just buying like little, you know, shit bags here and there. Yeah. Right. But but if you're talking about, you know, cocaine and heroin, it, you can turn a key. Well, in comparison to that. Right. I get it. Right, right, okay, right. Cer- yeah, yeah. Certainly, certainly with those harder drugs, then, yeah, it's, it, it's it. going to be worth your money yeah. if you're a dealer. Now, one can say business-wise, maybe in the long run, it's not worth your money if you're killing off your clients. True. Because now if you're killing off your clients, then who the hell is going to buy from you, right? Especially if you have someone that's a routine, you know, purchaser. Yeah. And now you took them out the game. That just sounds scary. Yeah. So uh, if I did get involved in it now, I will almost have to see, you know, how is this other person reacting to it? Right. Especially when you're, you know, you're cutting cocaine with fentanyl. It's kind of crazy because fentanyl is an opioid. Well, a synthetic opioid, right? Right. So it, it's more like a morphine, but stronger. Stronger. Because yeah. it's prescribed. It's not like this is something that's, you know, not out there for the people to have in general. Well, I'll do you one better for the people. They're even giving it to children because when my son had a situation that landed him in the hospital. Mm-hmm. He's his mother's son, so he has a really high tolerance to things. Right. And they gave him the most morphine that they could give a child for that age and weight. Right. And it wasn't doing anything for him. Uh-huh. So they gave him fentanyl, and he was like 13, 14. Yeah. And then he got sick as fuck. He's like, Mom, I feel so weird. And I was like, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Then like an hour later, he threw up everywhere. That's yeah, wild. I know. I mean- I guess now it's only wild because it's been villainized right now yeah. in the public. But, you know, if that's something prescribed by the doctor, obviously they felt that, hey, this dosage is safe for him, yada, yada, right. yada. But but just to have that kind, and I mean, I get it, but to have that kind of reaction where something's making you physically ill, it's a little creepy, like a little concerning. Yeah, I say so. Yeah, I especially so. for kids. I feel like you, you should draw the line somewhere, especially something that's so addictive, like... I don't know, like, I, I feel like, I wonder, I'm like, would the, that, like, introduce him to getting high? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't really comfortable with it, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, it's possible, but, may, but, but I think, I think for that to work, he will almost have to be putting two and two together. Like, yeah. this is what's making me high. I like this feeling. I'm going to chase this feeling. I think maybe in hindsight, 
in hindsight, once he sure, knows about it. Sure, yeah. sure. But access is a big thing. Right, right. Which would kind of kill that pretty quick. Right. But, um, so yeah, I mean, it's not like this thing is some sort of alien thing that only drug dealers have access to. Like, right. this is something that is prescribed by a physician, right? And mm-hmm. should be administered accordingly in order to right. prevent death and, you know, other things that, that come along with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I would definitely make sure if I did it now, I'll make sure, hey, I want to see how this guy reacts to it but or can't you test like don't they have things when they you do can, they do i think if you're talking about doing drugs responsibly as you, a as a mature responsible adult yeah. you probably should do you that probably should honestly you probably should yeah yeah i mean there's that so yeah. that that kind of helps but um but but even then i mean let, let's say let's say you didn't and let's say you just hey you, you trusted your dealer you you got this thing and now you know especially if they're cutting it you know if they're cutting cocaine with it that's a whole different experience because you're talking about an opioid mixed with an mm-hmm. upper, you know what I'm saying? So now here mm-hmm. you are. I mean, you're essentially taking a speed ball, but yeah. and not knowing that that's what's happening because every yeah. time I've taken Coke, it's been like, okay, let's, let's get up, let's get moving. Let's get shaking, moving the pop and let's do mm-hmm. the damn thing. You know, I want to keep this party going or I want to, you know, feel this way. I couldn't imagine taking something and then your effect is like, wait, 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 what? Yeah, I'm sure that the coke pipe balances out at some point and, and it might send you to another level. I don't know. I've never used I never t- taken a speedball, at least from from my knowledge. But um, I I don't know. I, I, I've, it just seems pretty crazy, pretty crazy yeah. that these things are happening. But it's all for greed. So, I mean, I get it. I get it. Or or maybe not. You know, I guess if you put your tinfoil hat on and figure out where this fentanyl is coming from. And the fact that it's like this big thing now, whether it be something that we're just talking about more mm. or whether it be like this new yeah, kind of. I don't know if that's what I was asking you. Like, I don't think it's a new epidemic. Right. I don't think so. I thought like I, I didn't even know if it was that big of a deal anymore. But what do I know? Well, OK, so at the very least, we can agree that the media is making it a big deal right now. And mm. that can easily be a, a cover up to not talk about other things. Right. Right. Um, but th- but then if we say that, then we go, OK, well, what about all these celebrities and people that are going down because of it? Like, you can't just dismiss that by saying, oh, OK, that was a cover up or this is a conspiracy because it are, or what are all those people acting? Yeah. Are all those people a part of that agenda, which to me would seem kind of odd. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it might be something that is becoming more and more of a problem now. At the very least, something that we're acknowledging, which I yeah. think is, you know, progressive. But um, let's say it's not. Let's let's say let's say I'm, I'm sorry. Let's say it's not something that's been around for a while. And we're just now just talking about it. Let's say this is something that is, you know, new or is becoming more of more of a problem. Mm-hmm. If you trace things back from what I understand about where this is coming from, this is coming from China. Okay. Which, that's interesting. It is interesting. Hmm. That. You know, we have something that's out there on the streets, not just killing celebrities and, you know, people that you, you know, would stereotypically think of who's using drugs. But I mean, I'm I'm sure there are white teens and college kids and all mm-hmm. sorts of other, you know, people that, that, that don't use, make headlines that don't make headlines that are dying, yeah. which that to me is wild. Not because. Well, because we know why they're not making headlines. Right. Because it will look bad if you go, oh, Ivy League kids die. Over. It's not a good look. It's not a good look yeah. for that. But that's why they're not making it. Not because people don't give a shit about their lives, but right. 
I guess it's more to cover up for the look if that's happening. I mean, we don't know. I'm just, yeah. I'm just, but you know, um, and to be truth be told, it probably wouldn't be as impactful as if a celebrity was dead or in a hospital from it, because at least we can all relate to mm-hmm. admiring a celebrity. So if Joe Schmo from, you know, Kentucky died of it, I mean, yeah, niggas die every day. You know, that's pretty right. much, you know, people's mindset on things. But, um, yeah, if you put your tinfoil hat on, you might just go, <laughs> well, hey, look, um, we have this pandemic that's taking people out through, you know, airborne or, you know, whatever they, you know, they want to consider it. And then now you have this thing that's kind of taking people out in the streets mm-hmm. and uh, drugs, drugs are used often. Right. You know, I, I, I then across the board of all people. Like, across the board for all people. Right, 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 right. All, rich, rich, all, exactly. rich, poor. That's you know, one whatever. thing that everybody has in common. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. And and, and I guess it's because they have the resources, but the the wealthier the, the person that, that I've been around or like, you know, the more money they had, the the more drugs that I see. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, street drugs, quote unquote, or mm-hmm. prescription. But I mean, like Adderall, that's a that's a you know how many times really I've been offered popular. Adderall, mm-hmm. super regular, which is meth, right? Damn near meth. Adderall? Could be wrong. This is the feelings for specular facts later podcast. I'm gonna for, matter of fact, speaking of which, <laughs> in case you didn't know, because we just started talking, this is the feelings for facts later podcast. There's that, and uh, I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and this is Christina. Hi. And she is actually doing some fact checking, so mm-hmm. I don't keep rambling. But while she's doing that, this is a sipping podcast. So if you do have something to sip on, go ahead and have a drink with me. So what are the results? Hold on. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Um, But either way it goes, I have noticed that during my time with people, whether they be, you know, of lower income or mm-hmm. a higher income, mm-hmm. I must say, and, and this doesn't mean who has more, but who offers more and who appears to have more will be people with money. But I guess that makes sense because they have the resources to do so. Right. But typically, again, when you think of users, you think of someone that's poor underneath a bridge that doesn't have anything, yada, 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 rock bottom. I feel because that's how it's painted or portrayed and like what you see on TV growing up. Like that's why that is. Right. But in all actuality, when you're doing life, Mm -hmm. you see otherwise. Right. Which is crazy because when I grew up, like things like Coke, that was always the white boy drug, the white man drug. Like for us, it was more like, you know, liquor or more like malt liquor. And we to me, that was more like black. Yeah. At least when I was growing up. Now, of course, I knew that white boys drank and smoked weed. Yeah. But when I thought of Coke or pills, to me, that was more like, oh, that's the the white man's drug. It's white boy stuff. I don't know. Like, I'm Hispanic and Hispanics love cocaine. So. (laughs) Yeah, there's that. (laughs) So there's. So I guess (laughs) your your perception is going to be your reality. Yeah. A lot of people I grew up around. That was a very casual and normal thing. Right. It was never my thing because I just have this thing about I don't want anything up my nose. I don't like how it looks. So I was like, eh. Yeah. I'll fuck with pills, but not anything up my nose. But yeah, that was very regular. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, there you have it. 
your perception is your reality, but it doesn't mean it's reality. Right. So keep that in mind. Yeah. But um, I don't know. I don't know where, where, where do we go from here? You know, I don't know what the solutions would be as far as, you know, stopping this. I know you mentioned test strips that they do have out there. And I did see that there are different companies in, in different places that offer test strips that uh, kind of make sure that the drugs that you're having are clean. And I want to say they actually have some that actually test for fentanyl to make sure that you're not getting that because i mean yeah. obviously you're going to get some cut like you're going to get some things yeah that i guess are, that's going to be in it. that it's going to it's going to be expected now right. you just don't want it to be too cut right or right. at the very least at the very least if you're sold something on the idea that it's just going to be raw like this is not going to be it's going to be pure and then it's not then yeah. but if you know you're just getting some fucking bullshit from the guy <laughs> around the block then you know you don't expect it to be as potent but you certainly don't expect it to be cut with something completely different that could kill you. Yeah. And it doesn't take much. I don't know if you've seen how much it takes to kill you, but no. it's a very, very small amount. It's a very, very small amount. It's not as much as you would think it would be. Like you have to do like eight lines of, of it to. So, to, oh, okay. It's, so it's, it, it, you, you could easily do one line and it just, this just didn't mix right. And now, wow. now you're out. You're out the game. Damn. You're out the game. That's and, scary. The, and the fucked up part is, and this is what, this is what, this is what really annoys me is that, um, you know, when you hear about these celebrities dying and things like that, they label it as an overdose, mm-hmm. which is which is up. crazy, yeah. mm-hmm. crazy, because it's like, first of all, if these people have been doing this more than likely, they're not going to OD. Right. Because they've, they've probably been doing it over a long period of time. Mm-hmm. They know exactly how much they need in order to function. They know exactly what they need to, to keep it right. for the rest of the day. And this is just a part of their lifestyle. But if I just do one line like I normally would do. But this one line just has too much bullshit in it. And I'm down for the count. Don't sit here and pin me as some dude that just overdoses if I just did, you know, a whole yeah. two eight balls and I just, my, my heart exploded. Right. Like, that's not what happened. Yeah. It's not what happened at all. Right. But, uh, and, and, and I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure, you know, they can find out how much was in their system when they were found. In order yeah. to determine if this was a true overdose. And, may, and maybe, I don't know. I don't know what I'm so talking who, about. So who, because I'm not familiar. So mm-hmm. who, what celebrities, what's, what's been happening? Who's died? Well, the most recent one was Michael K. Williams. Okay. Um, the gentleman that was Omar in The Wire. I, you, no. you haven't seen The Wire. But I mean, he's. I saw it like the he- when that happened, the uh-huh. headline, and he looked familiar, but right. like I didn't. That was his iconic role. But, okay. but I mean, he's contributed a lot to uh, just artistically to that whole the, the culture right yeah so i mean it wasn't like he was just omar from the wire i want to say he was a dancer you know he was a poet um and from what i've been hearing from other podcasts people talking about him he seemed like he was a really really good dude that just battled with a demon of heroin if i'm not mistaken okay so his heroin was mixed with fentanyl mm. and uh that that took him out the game i think the other problem with using word well the wrong words for things like Uh something like an overdose is then like you that's where the conversation ends so it's just like oh over the overdose he must have been a certain type of person right there's no questions versus if you say oh it wasn't an overdose Mm -hmm. it was just laced with blah 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 then you open up the door to have these conversations and for people to be more aware like that's important words matter especially with something like that correct because it's not fair. Right. It's not, it's not, well, it's not fair for the person and it's not fair for the people that need to be educated yeah. on, hey, no, this is what's happening. Right. 
but but okay so so let me so while we're on that topic do you think and i know that you can't really truthfully answer this but okay so we know that that there's this demon out there called fentanyl that's that's taking people out and it's taking people out that are not aware of what's going on right mm-hmm. oh, i'm sorry they are aware of what's going on but they're not aware if it's in them because let's say they don't have access to test strips or they just don't give a shit to get it tested right right do you think that's stopping people to actually want the drug to actually want whatever it is they're getting or people who are like consciously using fentanyl no 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 no. what i'm saying is if you're looking to get your fix right okay. and you go to the dealer or do you think you're gonna you're gonna act on the side of caution or do you just like whatever caution to the wind and i'm just gonna get what i, I would I get say whatever happens happens i would think just the way people operate especially if you're into those types of drugs you're most people probably wouldn't be worried about it. Right. Honestly. But then I wonder if people who do it very recreationally or maybe it comes up in the moment and they're open to it, maybe not, maybe it would stop those people. Right. So I think it it would depend. Gotcha. Yeah. I I think I want to say, well, let's, let's be honest here. And this is quite possible too, right? Let's say, let's say you are trying to score some heroin Mm -hmm. and let's say it is cut with that drug, right? I mean, it might make might make where you're going a lot more fun, a lot better. As long as it doesn't kill me, fuck do I care? Yeah. If you're trying to chase that high. Not 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 to say that that would be their agenda, but hey. I also think if you're doing heroin like that, that's a whole nother issue. Um. <laughs> All right. So we have test strips. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What, what else do you think would be a good way to kind of? I okay. I think I think making drugs legal. I agree. I think if you do the same thing like we have with True Leave, right, where you could just go into mm-hmm. a place, you know, this weed is safe. You know that you're getting this amount of milligrams. It's it's mm-hmm. on a package. I know if I have a piece of chocolate that's ten milligrams. If I do a square, depending right. on where I want to go and how I want to feel, yeah. I already know I can do this. As opposed to you had, you know, a uh, uh, homeboy from down the block make some edibles and one day one cookie is okay. And the next day the batch is too strong and now one cookie puts you on your ass. Yeah. Like this is consistent. Mm-hmm. I always know that this is consistent. This is clean and it's priced for pretty fairly. Right. And the exchange is done. I don't have to worry about getting robbed. I don't have to worry about anything. And boom, boom, boom. So I think if they did the same thing with other drugs, you know, then now at right. least I know, okay, if I'm going to get this cocaine, if I'm going to get this heroin, I'm getting this from from these distributors mm-hmm. that are going to make sure that they have my best interest in heart to a certain extent, right? Right. <laughs> at, at least to make sure that I'm getting what I'm paying for and nothing extra. And um, now I'm safe. Now I'm good to go. Do you think um, that wouldn't happen just because would there be some sort of liability? Like we know you can't overdose on weed. Okay. So that's a different, like, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. But, like, if it does, like, if, if you can go to a dispensary and get mm-hmm. Coke, like, it doesn't matter what you're, like, what amounts you're getting. What if you just take too much and you fucking kill yourself? Yeah. Like, okay. is that on you? So my pushback would be we have alcohol. Right. And we know alcohol will fuck you up. Yeah. Right? I mean, when Walmart liquor store or whoever sells liquor, 
there's no liability against them, right? You just right. put something on the label, don't drink and drive, don't operate heavy machinery, whatever you need to say, boom, right. boom, boom. And now this is all on you. Because once you leave here, if once I leave the liquor store, I could crack it open right then and there. Mm-hmm. I could finish an entire bottle and then go drive across country. Yeah. Or at least attempt to. Yeah. Right? And right. it's not going to be on anyone but me. Right. So I would say no. And, and you know me, I'm, I'll sit here and I'll argue to the death about how I think alcohol is probably one of the worst things out yeah, there. Yeah, I agree. It's readily available, mm-hmm. right? It, it, it could taste good depending mm-hmm. on what you want to do with it. It could get you crazy, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, as far as um, getting you in a state of mind that is completely opposite of, you know, yeah. where you would normally be right. for some people. Not right. for all people, but for some people. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you make bad decisions. You know, there's that liquid right. courage and, and it happens. Right. You know, and, and I, I'm I'm not far from it. Right. There have been plenty of times that I've gone somewhere. I've had some drinks and I shouldn't have, you know, gotten a car and went home. But maybe at the top of the night before I started drinking, I had the intentions of Ubering home or, you know, right. try to get you know a ride home or whatever it may right. be. But then, you know, your judgment is, is impaired, which yeah. is makes making plans a little bit difficult because you're thinking with a completely different state of mind and then you hop in a vehicle and mm-hmm. then you go, how the hell did I get home? Yeah. But any time it could have gone South, you know? So no, I, I do not think that if they did make these hard, harder drugs more readily available for people, I don't think that there will be any liability or any guilt or anything like that because we do have alcohol out there and, and plus alcohol you can't just come off alcohol. You see what I'm saying? Like if you're if you're a chemically dependent on alcohol, right? Oh yeah, you, it, that could kill you. You can't just quit that. Right. Like you can't just say, you know what? Enough's enough. I need to change my life, and I'm I'm just gonna stop. Yeah, no. You seek medical attention mm-hmm. to do that, and yeah. that's on the shelves, damn near yeah. everywhere you go, in one form or another. Right? It might not be liquor, but it might be wine. Right. right? It might be beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's damn near available everywhere. Right. So I don't know. But but I I know, you know, there'll be some pushback as far as like, well, if it's legal, then, you know, what about this, that and other? And what about people, you know, working or doing things or, you know. Where is it? Where is it? Is it Oregon? Where is I, it legal or is it decriminalized? I want to say it. I want to say it is Oregon. I think Oregon took a big step and they just opened everything up and they just right. Say, you know, so I, is- I'm curious to know how that's working because they had a big problem, obviously, which is right. like, well, whatever we're doing isn't working. Let's try the opposite end. Because truth be told, if you want to do it, you're going to do it, whether it's legal or yeah. Illegal. The only people that is really going to, I guess, kind of make them more attracted to it are the people that. We're only not doing it because of the the legality issue, right? So now you may get a little influx in people that are going to take interest in trying these drugs because they can get it without it being like a sketchy scene or, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's it not may attached be. to the stigma of like this is illegal and right. Yeah, but for the most people, if they don't want to do it, they're not going to do it. Right, legal or not. Legal or not. Yeah. Right. Plus, you have to take in consideration that. Same with marijuana, right? You know, yes, I could walk into a true leaf if I had a, a license to purchase it, right? Mm-hmm. Which is very, very easy to get. It's really just a money thing that it is anything else, yeah. right? Um, 
But just because I purchase it and I use it, that doesn't mean that my job is going to be accepting of me failing a drug test. Right. And I can't just hand them the card and say, oh, well, I have this, uh-huh. you know, right. uh, this card here that says that I can take this for medicinal purposes because of my anxiety. Mm-hmm. Well, when they can say, well, we still have a, you know, <laughs> yeah. a no drug policy. So yeah. there's that. So, I mean, you're still going to have a lot of people. And I, I will argue that most people that don't do those harder drugs will not do the harder I drugs agree. just because they just because they become legal. I think yeah. that the whole legalization of it will be would be beneficial just because it will allow people to get access to these drugs that's not been tainted. Yeah. Right. Or, or maybe have some sort of testing centers mm-hmm. where, you know, it almost like, um, I'm not saying the place Amsterdam, but more like an Amsterdam kind of vibe where, Hey, you come in here. It's like an amnesty box, right? No one's going to, pin you against the wall for having these drugs or whatever it may be but let's say you have an abundance of drugs but before you use them you just want to get it tested Mm -hmm. to make sure that you were good to go you could come in here to these centers you can get everything tested and then now you can you know do whatever you want yeah you know i feel like if you're really concerned about the people Mm -hmm. then that's something like that needs to be on the table so at the end of the day you're not going to stop people from using right obviously right so and then, and then more importantly, you never know this, th- that might be able to, because now you have people coming to you, right? Mm-hmm. And say, so do you having to seek out people like who needs help? Now you have the people that may need help that are coming to you. Mm-hmm. So now that will open up the opportunity to maybe get some people help that may need help, right? Now it may be stepping on the toes of the people that are, you know, trying to sell it, but you could create the space where, Hey, just like they do with, um, I think they do it with alcohol, right? Like they'll be like, "Hey, if you suffer with alcoholism or whatever, you could contact, you could call these numbers, kind of thing." I don't, don't they have that? But what are you for? What are you trying to say? I want to say like some labels. I, I've seen it on labels of some sort of like some drinks where it would it would give you the number to probably like like if you need help, like okay. here you could you could call this hotline and they'll you know kind of help guide you where you need to be. I say all that to say, you know. Now you can get to the root of the problem, possibly, which would be that addiction, which will be whatever is causing them to do that in order to self-medicate as opposed to fixing what the the, the real problem is, if there is one. Because yeah. it very well just could be someone that just enjoyed a hard week of work and just wants to party hard and that's it, right? Or on the flip, or on the flip, it could be someone that truly is, you know, in need of help. Right. And instead of figuring out exactly where to go and where to start, they just, you know, shoot something up their arm or, you know, maybe put something up their nose and, you know, keep it moving. But I mean, that's a that's a whole, a whole <laughs> different topic. Right. Yeah. But uh, fuck it. I mean, while we're here, have you? Well, I don't think so, but. I know you haven't been addicted to any drugs, at least. <laughs> Do you? From Do you know that? Have you? <laughs> oh, no, Jesus. That would be. The, the way you ask that is just like. No, 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 no. Okay. So, so let's just go addiction in general. Uh-huh. Have you ever been addicted to anything? I don't have an addictive personality. So nothing. Mm-mm. Nothing at all. No. Hmm. I think I've had my moments where I do more of something, but then it passes. Ice chewing. 
that's my you're addicted you're 100 percent addicted well, to chewing you tried to quit you tried to quit and you couldn't quit i know you know what's fucked up because the minute i told you that i quit mm-hmm. the next day i was like god i'm craving it so bad yeah of course because you're addicted to it well that's what that's what my kids say see there it is yeah there it is yeah you're an addict that's what they said they even mm. uh-huh that's what they say this and it's lady like, even did the voice mm. the voice and saying that I had a problem. It's all it's always they that has to tell you what what's going on with you. I'm very aware of what's happening. Sure. But I'm not hurting anybody. You know. <laughs> Is you that know, what they say? That's it's kind of a classic line. <laughs> what I'm doing isn't hurting anyone, so Yeah. Yikes. But no, I don't I don't have an addictive personality. I, I okay. So I do not have an addictive personality as far as substance goes. Like I've never been addicted to any substance, alcohol or anything like that, um, drugs or anything. But I get obsessed with things, which you and I, we recently talked about, about how that could be an issue. And by, yeah. and by obsessed with things, I'm referring to like if, for, for instance, the whole, this whole podcast thing mm-hmm. and audio and then now learning how to edit videos instead of me just casually okay well how do I just learn how to do this and how do I get better at that like I go all in right I'm gonna spend money on equipment I'm going yeah. to you know immerse but I also myself think that's in your personality like you're right. a perfectionist with certain things you're a right. high functioning individual so maybe you do have an addictive personality you just learned how to channel it without really knowing and i'm just calling it obsession yeah i guess but yeah. but it's but but i've also used you know drugs and i've also consumed you know alcohol but you also life. have a fucking shit ton of discipline which i okay. think it probably stops you from doing a lot of things you shouldn't be doing excessively because it, it that 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 will cause me harm right that's what right. i mean right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah that's what but, we're talking about right but but when it comes to like this like you 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 see me mm-hmm. i would spend all day watching videos yeah all day watching videos I think it's productive and how to how to get better yeah um spend all day at like looking at things that i could buy to make it better yeah but then it doesn't stop there like i'll go to sleep and i'll dream about it and then right. i wake up and i oh well oh i have a question about this let me so i think that that's if if I guess if anything, if I have an addictive personality, that's where it stems from. And be- and before that, you know, I was addicted to games. I mean, this is years ago, mm-hmm. but I guess one would say I was I had an addiction to video games because I would go, you know, go to work, but I would come home and I would play a game and I would think about it. And I would. But you probably wanted to like beat it or be the best at it, or like because that's just how you are. Right, 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 right. I was compl- more I was a completionist than with, yeah. yeah, trying to beat the scores and all this other stuff. So I don't know. I don't know. The only thing that I've been told, and this this had nothing to do with an actual partner of mine, but I was told that I had a sex addiction at one point. But I think that I was just being told this by someone that just had a low lower libido than I did. So when it came up in conversation, like, oh well, how often do you need to orgasm? Well, if I can, I would be with a woman every single day, right? Yeah. But if I'm not able to be with a woman every day, then I will at least substitute that with porn in order to make sure that I get my needs met. What does a sex addiction mean? I wonder if we throw that around loosely. Well, in this case, it would be if you want more sex than them. 
<laughs> they <don't know. laughs> they right. clearly are addict. <laughs> like that's how that works. I feel like that gets thrown around a lot, really casually. And it's like, what does that even really mean? Like to me, sex addiction would be like, you know, me and you haven't been together in a couple of days and you can't get it. So you go fuck somebody else because like you just can't help yourself. Like that would be like, OK, right. you probably need to like well, fuck take myself. a look at that. I take Does that myself. count? Um, That's what I'm saying. I I would need to know more about like what it actually means to be a sex addict. So maybe. OK, so maybe that would be. So I wouldn't be addicted to sex. I would be addicted to orgasm. But to me, it's like, well, that's not fair because it just makes me feel good or it, or it helps clear my mind. Like, that's like, that's not fair. Like, why? Why would that be an issue? I'm not hurting anybody. It's not like I'm. That's what I said. It's not like I'm doing anything foul. It's not like I'm in doing it inappropriately where, you know, I'm are you doing it in public? Or, yeah, no, I'm just doing it <laughs> privacy in my own home to some regular ass porn and, you know, just keep moving. Right. You know, but then but then some people would say, oh, well, you have an addiction to porn. Like. No, because I'm not <laughs> thinking about porn when I'm not watching it, and I'm only watching. Right. I'm only watching it to get just to get the job done, done because I'm yeah. not a visual person. Like I can't just close my eyes and think of and something. think of a past experience and go, "Yeah, this is going to get me off." Yeah, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I need to see something because I'm very, very visual. Right. You know, it's like if I fuck with the lights off, I'm going to be thinking about other things. Yeah. Like I need to see it. Like, right. I need to see what's going on to a certain extent. So at least it has to be like a nightlight on or something so I can see some titties. But if you cut all the lights off, then Pitch my mind's going to wander, right? Because yeah. I can't see anything. Yeah, I'm going to like, oh, imagine what you look like. Like, yeah, like this could get crazy. You know? <laughs> so, yeah, so it's not it's not the porn that I care about because it's not that I'm right. watching too much of it or thinking about it or I can't wait to get to it. But I guess it would just be climaxing would be the addiction. But again, I don't. Is that an addiction? Is that an addiction? That's why I don't. I don't think so. Doesn't sound like it to me. It doesn't sound obsessive. It doesn't sound like it's controlling your life. Doesn't sound like it's ruining your relationships. Right. Doesn't sound like everything you do is to get that. Like right. that to me sounds more like an addiction. Like if you have you have it under control, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> do you see yeah. what i'm saying yeah, like yeah, it's not yeah, controlling yeah. you yeah yeah, yeah. Right, you right, right. choose when you do it well okay or okay i'll, I'll give you some pushback i'll give right. some pushback on that i mean I don't just, know, just to be fair just be fair if 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 i walk around with let's say full balls i might get a little bit irritable or i become a little bit more aggressive okay but then what about this like you're a man that's used to having sex correct and like it's not like you're a person who doesn't have a lot of sex where that wouldn't be the case but since you are and you've established this habit for however long in your life, I could see how that would be an issue when you don't. Your body's okay. used to it. What does that mean? You're an addict. Yeah. Your body's yeah, dependent I think, I, on. I think you're calling me an addict. I think, <laughs> I think you're saying I'm an addict. Well, then maybe I retract my statement. Maybe you do have a problem. I don't know. Well, I, I will say this. If I'm going to have a problem, I'd rather have that problem. Because it's, it's, it's right. very healthy. Whatever. I, I go on about my day and it doesn't affect anything else. So let's say I took care of myself in the morning. I'm s still come home and be with you. Right. And yeah, not have an issue, you know? Yeah. But I don't know. So, you know, that would be, that would be the only thing that I could say that whatever. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that one. 
Hey, it's not I fair. feel like that gets like thrown around too casually. And plus, and plus, it's it's health to me. It's healthy. Yeah, it really is. Like it's shown. Like you need to orgasm. A release of dopamine and natural things. Like yeah, one hundred percent. Plus, plus, I'm not walking around with balls full of fucking cum all day, making terrible decisions, <laughs> acting off of impulse because I'm horny or whatever you want to call. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm. I'm good. Mine is clear. I can right. make steadfast decisions. I'm not steadfast. thinking about ass all day long. You know, like that's boom. Let's let's get it done. Let's get the day going. <laughs> it's like brushing my teeth at this point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And I feel like we well, I think we're coming more into this age of like openly speaking about sex and different sex and how it's like not so taboo to talk about certain things, right. but we are a pretty socially repressed society, which, which is, I which think is is, is probably part of the problem when we throw things around like sex addiction. Right. Com- as compared to what? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? Because then, okay, because then, okay, so, so then I guess that goes into a deeper thing, right? Let's say, let's say I was someone that, that needed sex all the time, multiple times a day, which I guess I kind of do to a certain extent, right? But if it's with you, let's say it's it's always with you and it's not with anyone else. And you and I, we have this thing where it's mutual, right? Where you yeah. enjoy it just as much as I do. It's not like you're doing it to please me because I'm going right. to smack you around or, you know. Or I'm worried that you're going to try fussy. to get it somewhere else. Or try to get it somewhere else, right? Yeah. But what's the harm in two people wanting to connect multiple times and, and be with each other multiple times a day and enjoy one another? I, to me, that sounds like the perfect yeah. Yeah. Relationship. Uh, okay. So, so let's be real here. And, and I, and, you know, I know there's quotes out there like this is better than sex. Da, 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 but really what is, yeah. what's better than sex? What's better than consens- consen- consensual sex with someone that you know, you trust. And then if you can love, like what's, right. what's better than that? I don't think anything. <laughs> yeah. The fuck. Right. I can't think of anything. Right. It's, that's better than that. Right. I don't know. And I, and I argue that anyone out there that says something else is better, maybe drugs, maybe drugs can be better. Sex and drugs, right? Or sex on drugs, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's sex on drugs. <laughs> maybe. maybe we just ask. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you have it. Fire up the fentanyl, people. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> let's, wow. Let's see who taps out first. There it is. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, I mean, what? No, you were saying something. I don't even know. And I start thinking about sex on drugs. Oh. Yeah. Like, what's better? If you, you were going to say, better? if someone says oh, yeah. that if, something if is someone better. If someone says it, then they're, they're, they're just not having the right, the right kind of sex. Right. Because I like agree. Because like you said, who I don't know who quoted it or who said it, but they were saying that a lot of times people are just having sex and their sexual experience is just masturbating themselves with another person's body. Yeah. As opposed to like actually having a connection and like yeah. being with that and engaged with that person. Because mm-hmm. if you're just there just to get a nut, then you don't right. really care what's going on. You know, you're not you're not in the moment. You're just chasing mm-hmm. something that is eventually going to happen. Well, for a man, it is eventually going to happen. For a woman, it might happen. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. So I mean, if you're having that kind of sex all day long, then yeah, you might make the argument that there are things that are better than sex. Right. Or, 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 truth be told, if you're just one of those few, you know, I wouldn't even say few, 
how many how, okay percentage wise i know how many people you think are ugly percentage wise right and we won't we won't tap into that because there are going to be a lot of people that are going to be disappointed and looking in the mirror and questioning themselves but <laughs> and it, it might be the same number i doubt it no 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 it, there's no way it can okay, be the same number there's know. no way it could be the same number mm-hmm. percentage wise how many people do you think that are out there that are not having sex and and and, and it, I, we're talking about adults I would hope so. Yeah, 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 yeah I think yeah. that was yeah. a given. So wait, like single people, people in relationships, marriages. What are we? What are you asking me? People, people in general, people in general. How? What? What percentage of people do you think? What do you mean, just, not having any sex or no not sex. enough sex? Okay, let's let's say people that have went or that that are going not by choice, but but because they just don't have any options available for them. How many people are going a year? without sex i think it's more people that than you would think yeah i'm asking you so (laughs) a percentage of people more than 50 more than 50 you think you really think well because i'm here's how i'm thinking about it like i think there's people in relationships who are not having sex mm. i don't need, i don't, I don't say think how that's possible i don't think you realize how many people are not having very much sex i'm just saying so i could see this whole like sex act oh i read this thing the other day which okay. now that we're talking about this <laughs> okay on average how much sex do you think married couples are having on average on average, mm-hmm. at least at least three times a week. Average. One to two times a month. How are you still married? Um, but that's, this is what is on average happening. This is what I'm telling you. I don't think most people are really having sex like that. Huh. It wouldn't work for me. Well, because you probably are a sex addict. Fuck it. <laughs> then I, call me what I call me what I am. <laughs> but it wouldn't work for me. Yeah. No goddamn way. I'm telling you. And and I know people would say, well, uh, you don't have kids and da 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 da. Well, if you uh, don't prioritize let me, that, let it, me tell that you matters. Yeah. I have had kids. Yeah. And it was still prioritized. It has to be. And for me, it does. Yeah. Or, or you better o- open this thing up. If you don't want to have sex with me, o- open this thing up. And I'll, I'll, you know, I'll keep it honest with you. Right. I'll involve you however much you want to be involved. But yeah. because I already know there's no fucking way. Who, okay. Whose fault do you think it is? The man or the woman? Like who doesn't want to have the sex? No, no, no. Whose fault do you think it is? It could, it could be. Okay. So let's say this. No, okay. First of all, I want you you go ahead and answer before because I don't want to say anything. I don't that, understand that, what that you might, mean by fault. Whose fault Who do you think? Who doesn't want to have the sex? It, or no, whose fault is it? I don't understand the question. I can't answer. So, okay, so okay, so I, I I didn't want to say this because I didn't want to alter your opinion on it. You're, so wait, wait, wait. Whose fault could it be? Let, let's say this. Let's say the man wants to have sex, okay. right? But he's so bad that. She doesn't want to have sex with him, not because she doesn't want to have sex. She just doesn't want to fucking have sex with him. So it would be his fault, right? 
Okay. Right. Be, but now, the way it wouldn't have been his fault is, let's say, he wanted to have sex, and there was, there was nothing wrong with how he delivered it. Like, you know, he hit the mark every time or, you know, most of the time with her, but she just didn't want to have sex. Then it would be her fault. Right? I don't like the word fault. Oh, oh I'm using it. <laughs> you could you could say whatever the fuck you want to say. I'm saying fault. Because okay. if we, because this is, to me, this is a serious topic. I'm, when you said one to two, I was so heartbroken. There's no way. I know. I there's no way. Face. There's no, there's no way. There is a way. One and to it's two, happening. If it, <laughs> You look very I'm, disturbed. I'm, I'm choosing my words carefully I because are. I almost mm-hmm. got fired up and I almost I said, if you don't give me that pussy. <laughs> but I won't say it, even though I just said it. <laughs> if you think, if you think, you're going to be laying in the bed with me and you're only going to give it to me one time a month, even if it's just one time a week. <laughs> you got to go. You at least got to be in a different bed. Because I can't feel your body heat and not get crazy. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. <sighs> you had to go because we might we might have a problem because <laughs> I'm not going to be a nice guy. Right. Like if, if I'm being faithful to you and I'm just not doing I'm just not doing any fucking and I want to. Yeah. I also feel like, and I'm speaking on off of experience, if you aren't having sex in your relationship, the, the whole, the kids, life is stressful. To me, that's an excuse. Because I you think ate. You had time to eat and sleep. You had time Correct. To, you had, you had time I think if that's happening in your marriage or in your committed relationship, mm-hmm. People don't want to talk about it because it could get ugly if you start digging. But there are deeper problems than stress, life, and kids. Right. But I think that's the problem. I think when you start to dig deeper into why aren't we having sex or why does one person not want it or why do we both not give a fuck about it with each other, you're not going to like what you find because it's probably going to take work to work through that. Or it might end your relationship. So it's easier to just blame it on life Mm. as opposed to actually just admitting, hey, we might not even be compatible anymore. Uh -uh. Anymore. So do wait, wait, wait. So do you think at some point they were really compatible or do you think they were just kind of most people? I think most people I don't think I think most people started off good. I don't think most people settle. So then, I think some people do. So then how would the compatibility change? Like, let's let's say you and I, we're, we're truly sexually compatible, right? Yeah. We're not just doing it because this is fun and exciting and, you know, whatever. Oh, I mean compatible, not in sex, just like in life. In general. Yeah. And at least, like, I can speak as a woman. Like, if I don't feel a connection with the person that I'm with, I don't want to have sex with you. So then... Like, I have to desire the person that I'm with. And that looks like things other than sex right so then so then my question would be do you really think that they were truly compatible from the beginning or do you think that they just made themselves compatible or made themselves believe that they were compatible because things felt right or the situation was right right so Mm -hmm. so it seemed like that this should be where you're supposed to do right and you just i think people turn the blind eye to important red flags when other things seem like they're working right yeah and then throw kids in there throw bills so then it's just like okay well maybe that's not that important but i think to me 
those things start showing up in areas like lack of sex, in my opinion. Right. Or maybe these are just two people that just have no sex drive. There's also a reason for that. That's not normal. Okay. That's not normal. Okay. I see what you're saying. That's it's not a deeper normal. Thing. Because, okay, Correct. right, right, right. It could right. be an individual thing. If you are like our age, I don't, I think you, it should even be forever. Like you should still have that in you. Like if you don't have any sex drive and we're talking about just regular people today, what, 30s, 40s, raising kids, mm-hmm. if you have no sex drive, there's a bigger issue. Like it could be lifestyle, could be a lot of things, but like that's not normal. Okay, so then what what do you think would be normal for a couple? What do you think would be their normal? Okay, in my opinion, per week, per week. In my opinion, mm-hmm. something healthy. I'm, I'm talking. I'm I'm visualizing a couple with both work full time. You have a couple kids. You have a house. You have a life together. Right. I think a healthy amount of sex would be at least three to four times a week. Okay. More if you can. Right. But I think you should at least be having sex three times a week. And like con- connecting, not just like, oh, let's do it real quick and get it done. Like like it's a chore. Right. No, I, I well. I, think, I know you I say daily. Three or four times a day. <laughs> Ideally, but I I understand that that I get it. Yeah, yeah. All, all all jokes aside, I I will be satisfied with one one time a day. Right. Okay. F- at least five days a week. Right. Five days a week. Right. But I want more. I get that. I know. But I would be okay with that. Right. That wouldn't bother me. Three times a week, I, I would be understanding depending on the circumstance. I think when I say three times a week, I'm saying three times should be the minimum. Like okay. that should be at least what's happening. Right. But, but like I said, I would understand that. So some weeks you could be doing it more given and you probably should be. Like I'm just saying like if at the bare minimum, I would say to me that sounds healthy because to me it's just like you need at least that amount of time of connection with your partner. In order for other things not to come up. Like, that's how people start, you know, drifting apart. Like, that's how you start looking other places. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, mm-hmm. it matters. Like, yeah. Well, this turned into a completely different. <laughs> <laughs> so, sex is a drug. Yeah. For some sex people. Sex on drugs. And sex on drugs is better than sex. Than sex. Yeah. As long as the drug keeps you coherent. Because yeah. then that is it laced messy. with fentanyl? Yeah. Probably. Okay. Drug of choice with sex. What would yours be? I mean, I haven't done that many drugs, so it would be hard for me to say. Okay. <sighs> yeah. Mine would be shrooms. Okay. Because weed, I get too lazy. Okay. Coke that's and just, shrooms, like, because you've done it and you've enjoyed it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> See, 
Okay, if I had to pick, and then I'm I'm talking about somebody like again, like I haven't done drugs in a very fucking long time. Like, <laughs> I don't think that counts. Okay, we're counting shrooms. No, no, no. You your, your statement was you haven't done drugs in a very long time, and that's what we're sticking to. Okay, like I don't even do people even do ecstasy anymore. Is that even a thing? I imagine it's still a thing. Maybe that. Uh, yeah, that was. Or I, I like sex high on weed. I yeah. enjoy it. Like to me, everything feels more intense. Right. But you have to find that fine line. Or are you, you saying I have to find that fine well, line? <laughs> you, I mean, you know, it, it doesn't. It doesn't work. It's a hit or miss for me. Right. Because either I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Or I have time for you know something. Right. So you got you got to catch me. But if we're talking about right. if you're there and not tired, granted, also when we when we've done that it's at the end of the day, where you wake up at fucking four thirty in yeah, the morning, this is true. It's way past your bedtime. This is true. This is true. So I'm I'm already. But let's just say now. it's in a good time of day where you're mm-hmm. not feeling tired. Mm-hmm. Like I I like the feeling of sex. Yeah. After doing weed. Yeah. Smoking edibles or whatever. Yeah, coke not so much. That's more like about it. that's more like if you just want to drill somebody out. Like that's what that would be used for. That's not like we're making love and we're passionate. Yeah, like that's like killing season. Like this is what. Right, I could see that. Right, you're gonna get an iPhone cord around your neck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, a psychedelic psychedelic. Um, I would love. I would love to. Because you and I have talked about this, but the connection that I got to the world mm-hmm. when I was on acid, mm-hmm. I would love to have sex on acid. And just Sounds be like to, a good time. And just be able to like to connect with, and, and, and maybe to be honest with you, it, it sex wouldn't even need to happen. Mm-hmm. It would just be skin on skin contact. Mm-hmm. Like, that would probably be enough. Just, right. Yeah. Sitting, long sitting across from each other. Mm-hmm. We press our feet up against one another or like you do like that interlocking mm-hmm. type of thing and there's no sex involved and you're just like there with one mm-hmm. another connecting because anyone that's ever done acid before you you could touch a table and you feel connected to the table like yeah. and, and not in like a weird way where like you want to rub on the table and you want to fuck it or something like that <laughs> right but like you just feel the energy of it yeah and it's just like this connection to everything around you like energy is a real thing and you just mm-hmm. you, you feel it and you see it so i think that'd be dope to just you know drop a little bit of acid and just wait till that shit kicks in and you just yeah. bond with another human being i think that'd be dope in a way where you can be sexual but it's not like sexual right you know it's like more, more intimate yeah it, the intimacy. there it is yeah <laughs> there it is folks <laughs> how long have we been going oh we've been going almost uh, about an hour now yeah, good for us. That was pretty quick. I mean, that that didn't feel like that took. Forever. Did we cover everything? I think so. Are there any holes? I feel like I feel like we missed something. About what? What part? I don't know. Maybe I'm just bugging. Maybe just me obsessing over making sure that. There you go. All the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed, and there all you have it, folks. Stuff. There's my, there's my addiction. Bang, mm-hmm. bang. But, 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 and we don't have to go back into it. We don't have to go back into it. But truth be told, my obsession with things, because I think that's the difference between 
like an, an actual addiction and then just saying, oh, someone's just addicted to it. And you're just saying like in tongue in cheek, right, mm-hmm. would be an actual addiction would negatively impact your life or others around you. Right. Mm-hmm. And there are consequences to your actions, but you don't give a shit. Yeah. You choose to do it anyway. I think that would be the diff- like the, the dividing factor between the two. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why you could look at me and say, OK, well, I don't think, you know, your need to climax or your need to, you know, it's get not the hindering job done. your life. It's not yeah. hindering my life. It's yeah. not it's not stopping anything. And it, it doesn't affect our sexual life at all. Right. right? It, we I continue to, you know, do whatever I need to do, whether outside or in the bedroom. Right. Right. Um, but my obsession with things, I think, has impacted you know, our life negatively if by our, I mean our relationship negative negatively, because I carry that over into the relationship and we don't have to talk about it today. I think that that could be more for an appropriate topic. Probably, probably something that we could find in, in that book when we do okay, when we, the yeah, actual when we finish it. book discussion. Yeah. But, um, um, so, I mean, it, it could in a way be a hindrance as far as like how I thrive for perfection with the things that you know i do yeah i see what you're saying because it it trickles over into things that thriving for perfection isn't possible i mean or is it necessary both i think both things can be true right right isn't possible isn't necessary right but we'll we'll stop that here and then uh because we we could talk for a whole nother Mm -hmm. hour about that yeah. Um, but in a perfect world, should I say it? No, I won't say it. What? No, I won't say it. I'll save it. Okay. I'll save it for later. But um, as always, thank you for listening to the Feelings First Facts Later podcast, where we saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. I go by the name Nathan Mitchell, and this is the lovely Christina. Bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs>